times I feel old like I'm going out of style So I turn down the music on my FM dial I beg of you to come and listen for a while And look at this wonderful world through the eyes of a child This is my What is going on Beards and Brodies? You are listening to an over the moon A jubilant, a swagged out summit state of mind I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny And with me is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin Dude, I just have to say this just once And I hope that you can help me out I need, I'm feeling a little Ric Flair in me i'm feeling a little bit of a <gasps> because the rockets my friends are two and oh in the bubble in the buble michael buble yes or in, in in the buble or the you know the the buble the the little bit of the buble buble little bit of two and oh in the buble <laughs> you know? i think we should break out some bubbly because we have a lot to discuss we have a lot to discuss today. There's a lot. I mean, there was a lot that happened the past two games. And let me tell you something. The Rockets did the best that they could to give us a heart attack. Well, definitely the first game. This Bucks game was a bit more competitive in the whole game in that Consistent. sense. Consistent. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but the Mavs game, the Rockets were just a disaster in the first half. That defense, we weren't, we, we, you came, you came home at the end of the first half, but you yep. should have just seen me and all my and all my cussing insanity because you know I'm a man who prides himself on defense. I was like, "What? I was like, why aren't y'all getting back? Why are we getting back? Why are we leaving, dude? Seriously, we're gonna leave this guy open for three? Tim Hardaway Jr. Con- con- you know, continuing to be the wasp in our life, the wasp yeah, in your life. Yeah, Tim Hardaway and Trey Burke, they just I could not to get on my it. last nerve, but I, just could not I, but handle it. I told you. I told you during the game, I said role players will play, That's right. but they will play for the first three quarters. That's right. The fourth quarter is winning time, and certain role players have that certain clutch gene that they can bring out in the fourth. Because I'm telling you, when role players carry you the first three quarters, I can tell you nine times out of ten, that role player is not hitting in the fourth. That's where the stars come to play, and the players that have been there come to shine. That's right. Know? That's right. And we are here for it we are here to review the first two games in the bubble uh the first game obviously taking place the rockets and mavericks the rockets defeat the mavericks 153 to 149 harden just goes off shows up shows out harden drops 49 westbrook scores 31 a combined 80 points from the two former mvps um i just have to say for periods of of the game, I felt like we were watching a bit of an all star game almost because I was like, "There's just, there's just no defense being played." I was yeah, just, it was, it was pretty game, much non-existent. It was a game of defense because the D was silent, certainly on both ends. Absolutely, yeah. it was. It was just, it was mind boggling to watch, and not not in a good mind boggling either. Because there's there's good mind bogglings in life. I like playing the game boggle, but. I've no. never heard of that game, Kenny, but you know what? I'll completely go with you on that. Yeah, roll with me on that. Yeah. So I just I was not a I was not a fan of most of the game. The offense was 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 great. Don't get me wrong. High scoring games, fantastic. I'm sure guards that watched the game probably enjoyed it. Yeah. But um, I mean, as a whole though, the defense was completely non-existent until the fourth quarter, until they were finally able to put the clamps down. They only gave up 20 points in the fourth. So. Oh yes, I mean you know, and then. But, but, let me get okay. Let me bust out a little bit of things, you know, because everyone loves our boy Luca. Like I told you, I really do like Luca. But let me tell you something: 
in clutch time, the last four minutes, the last five minutes of the fourth, plus overtime, right? Let me tell you the numbers between the two stars. Luka Doncic, two points, one of seven from the field, one rebound, and three turnovers. Okay? Wow. You want to know the numbers of the beard? You right, want to hear it? Yeah, one time, because I don't know any of this. 13 points, three of four from the field, seven rebounds, and only one turnover. And you remember that turnover specifically yep. was the one where Russ was mocking him because he had to do that stupid spin, you know. Yeah, pass. it was a terrible and pass. Very unnecessary. It was nice to see uh, Russ hold him accountable, and nobody could do it except Russ. Only, I, I can only account like maybe three people that can hold James Harden accountable, like Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, and probably LeBron. <laughs> I would say LeBron, Chris Paul for one year in 2018. Uh, debatable to some degree, right? To some degree, mm-hmm. I could I could say that. Uh, let's talk Let's talk about this right here. Let's talk about Daniel House and how my man did not throw away his shot. He is not throwing away his shot. He is just like his country. He's young, scrappy, and hungry. <laughs> he's just like his. He's just like his city. He's young, scrappy, and hungry. He sure he's is. Not throwing he's, away his he's, shot. He's repping Mo City like a stud out there on the court. Shout outs to Hightower High School. You already know, man. <laughs> it's not our even our, our high boy school. Daniel. Let me tell you, he he has adjusted his shot to the yeah. point that it looks very smooth and fluid. Because you know he had that shoulder injury, what was it, the beginning of the year or was it the end of last year, where he had that shoulder injury, correct? Yeah. And it completely screwed up with his with with his shot. So it's good to see. I, I truly believe that that offseason, this quote-unquote offseason of COVID, has completely helped some of these guys, not just with their legs, but their shot. You know, they focused on certain aspects of their game, worked on it, honed their craft, and came back. And you can see that these guys came back and worked hard. As you can, like, you can see, they're not tired. These no, guys are putting no, in the work. That's the big thing. They're running. They're playing fast, but they're also being very decisive in their decisions. Like every time Russell gets in the paint, he's going there with a. He's going in there like a man on a mission. And it's crazy to me how he's finding these guys in the corner, like a Jeff Green or Robert Covington or PJ Tucker, Daniel House. He's finding them in the corners. Without, yeah. Like, and it feels like, like there's no line of vision for him. And in that, in the Dallas game, he was. Yeah, he was going, I agree. He was going off. Um, that, the way he was kicking out to the corners, I, I thought that was more towards the, uh, towards the Bucks game because of the way that the Bucks were playing defense. Yeah. Um, but the Dallas game, I think just for the Dallas game as a whole, um, like I said, defense was was pretty non-existent. But when when the Rockets try, when they when they put their when they put their grit into it, when they put their when they sink their teeth into it, you're not you're not beating a team that is hungry like this. The team a team that gets their hands everywhere, the, a team that on the outset it doesn't look like there's any you know obviously there's no size. Our centers our center mm-hmm. six five for God's yeah, sake. Exactly. Robert Covington is six seven, who's our tallest mm-hmm. starter on the team, who does the, the who does the uh, tip off. Yeah. But if you think about it here, what they lack in size is what they make up account, is what they make up for defensively. Now putting your hands in there, they're the you know what they are, Justin. They are the mosquito that you can't you can't get to. That's no, true. I they're mean, just everywhere. If you if you've seen in the last two games, they've forced how many turnovers? Like I think both games they forced over twenty. 
From, I would from, say that, or close. At least, at least the Dallas game would have been close. Uh, yeah. cl- either twenty or close to twenty. But yeah, I mean, the differential was huge. The the Rockets only had nine turnovers last night against the Bucks. Against the Mavericks, it might not have been the same because they were a little rusty in the first half. I think it was less. I still yeah. think it wasn't much either. Uh-huh. They've actually just they've actually done they, pretty. They've well. done a great job of taking care of the ball. Yeah. And, and that's what happens when you're deci- when you're decisive. Absolutely. Yeah. Can we give credit where credit is due? Also, with our MVP, the H Town MVP, James Harden. For I've I've watched every second of these last two games, and the James Harden ISO, the the James Harden, all he is is an ISO player, only thinks about himself. Selfish. The man is making precise ball movement. Uh, he's making precise ball movements, making crisp passes. Anytime there's a double, he knows where to pass it to. He knows he's going to pass it to Westbrook or may- maybe give a quick pass to Jeff Green who will kick it to the corner. Mm-hmm. The man is making quick, decisive moves that I have never seen in his entire career here. Maybe the, since the first year. The good, the good thing about this is that he was able to study film on the defenses that he's been seeing. So it allowed him, instead of going into practice to try to change it, he honed in on those things and allowed himself to probably practice those scenarios over and over and over again to the point that when he's making these choices these are not choices that he's thinking these are choices where it's like abc yeah you know and he doesn't have to really think too much it's like a certain movement here from the wing okay i got the guy at the left a certain movement from the guy on the right okay i got him you know like it's totally fine like if 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 a help defender helps off Russ's guy, you already know Russ is going to get the ball. And yeah. that's, and that also sets up Russell for success because his defender is already flat footed. He's facing James. So that makes the adjustment that he has to make to Russ when Russ is going 90 miles per hour into the lane, takes him two dribbles to get into the paint. So in that sense, it's like Harden has completely bought in to what this offense mm-hmm. is going to be. Yeah. And the great thing about it is that you're seeing them thrive. Granted, they're not all making buckets. This is not a great shooting team. We're a high-volume shooting team, but we are not a great shooting team. No, we're There's not. There's a difference. But the, but, but the fact of the matter is, is that if we're shooting to our percentages, we should win. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, because in that, in, and you are, and you're completely right, because if I remember correctly, when James Harden was doing his, when he was doing his Arizona training camp, on like you know his own thing his own Arizona camp he when they started ramping up to 5 on 5 they would immediately double and triple team Harden yes from the from those little scrimmages that he had at his camp so he would immediate so now he can now whatever he was missing before the before the uh before the cancellation of the season or before the season was shut down mm-hmm. he was now able to see it in Sons of different perspectives and a ton of different angles. Yes. And he's able to figure out, okay, well, you, you know, triple team me here. Triple team me out of the shoot. Double team me out of the shoot here when I take the first three, di- three dribbles after, a, after a pass it. Because you can kind of see it. Yeah. You can tell, like, as soon as he crosses half court, they already start to shade. And then once the, once the help defender leans, you can already tell where he's going to go. Because James won't take those two guys barring he's in great position or he's already going downhill in process. Absolutely. But most of the time he's going to find Russ. He's going to find Russ. He's going to find rivers or he's going to find, you know, the other guy like Ro- Roko. Cause you'll see Roko on his left 
quite yeah. a bit. That's right. You know, and then he will cut down into the paint to the corner. You know, if there's if there's space on that side, that's kind of how it goes based on the way that the offense is being run. That's right. Um, and it's just it's it's really it's really uh, nice to see how mechanical it has become. You know, they have they have to compensate for their size. You know, Absolutely. the things that that they're yeah. getting obliterated on the boards, but. To compensate for that, they're forcing twenty plus turnovers a game. When you think about that, like that's how they're going to make up the points. And and actually, that's exactly that's helped in that sense. Yeah, especially in the first game. And you and you just touched touched on it. And let's let's talk about Rocco. Let's talk about his impact on the first game, <coughs> especially the game against Dallas. Yes. Man was non-existent from three-point line. He went 0 for 6, mm-hmm. 0 for 7 before finally hitting a three in the overtime. But yep. his but you got him. You know, when people when people think of Rocco and the the the, the first bubble game, you're going to think of uh, the tipping, right? Yes. The beautiful JJ Watt swim move that yeah. he that he used to create the tipping to send the game in overtime, and the clutch mm. three he ends up hitting in the overtime. Exactly. But they're not gonna. But you're not really going to think about the way he uses his hands, the way you you when he focuses. Maybe he didn't do it for three quarters in the Dallas mm-hmm. game, but the way he shifts. And stays in front of and stays in front of the offensive player. The way he was guarding Luka Doncic down the stretch, yes, especially with that last. There was like three seconds left, and then I think Luka had a chance to win. Rocco played ex- outstanding defense, and let's talk about that. Let's talk about how Rocco how Rocco basically just changes the entire mm-hmm. dynamic and makes the small ball work. I don't think that there is enough praise that could be handed out for someone like Robert Covington because everything Scott that he does, every maybe. little move that he makes, not just on the defensive on the defensive end, like individually, like man to man, but his help, um the little like his hands going up just to kind of just add a little bit of um, you know, make the uh, the ball handler have second thoughts yeah about everything because yeah. everything that you see there's not predicated on Rocco there's Tucker there's House those guys they're moving they're swarming they're putting their hands everywhere these guys are not hesitating you know Harden had what like he had how many steals you know like these guys are playing and they're playing hard for what they're compensating for what they can't rebound they're hacking yeah and you they're know, they're and, putting their hand they're, they 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 keep Put in their hand in the cookie jar, as you say, and that's oh, what yeah. they—that's as they should be doing. They're eating dessert before dinner, and I love it. Damn. They're ruining their appetite. They are—they are. You know, you know what they're doing? They're ruining the appetite of all the of the opposing teams' players. Maybe, maybe they want that steak dinner, but they're feeding them ice cream. Yeah, they're just teasing them. They're just teasing, teasing them, them as, they, as they as they should be. Yeah. as they should be. So, uh, moving forward, Rockets get that win, gutsy overtime win. They beat the Mavericks. Dallas continue to lose just the way Kenny likes it. And because of that, let's move on now. Rockets, let's review game two of eight. Rockets beat the Milwaukee Bucks, beat the best team in the NBA record-wise, 120 to 116. Westbrook scores 31. Harden scores 24. But this is the stat that people are not going to want to look at. This is the stat that people, especially media, Members refused to look at. Yep. Harden had six steals. That the man is... plays defense. Exactly. He is not James Harden. He is James Harden with a capital D <laughs> for fence. Let me let me tell you, like 
the defense that Harden played on the last three minutes against Giannis. He got. He wanted a guard. Was, Dude, we need to talk. We need to talk about this skip. <laughs> we need to talk about this skip. Oh my! He, he, he said, "Yon, no, oh Giannis, you ain't gonna guard me. No, no skip." That's not happening. I think I just did a. I think I just did a cross between Stephen A. Smith and uh, and uh, Shannon Sharp. Shan- Shannon A. Smith. Jesus. <laughs> we need to talk about that because no, down that, the stretch that was something. He guarded Giannis. He said he took the and, challenge. And he people, said I want Giannis. The thing is, people don't understand that Harden is a top three defender in the post. Even like you saw the first, like the second possession against Dallas. What did he do to Kristaps? He forced Kristaps into a turnover in the post. What is that telling you? You know, like. This old beaten down narrative that James Harden does not play defense is it was one year. Yeah, it, well, it was I mean, that one year. It's poppycock. Let's just be real here. But in the sense, like we understand his limitations. He may lose his man when he's off the ball because he can ball watch. He tends to focus because he wants to help defend. Yeah. Um. But but it was also beating their man off the off the dribble. Sometimes he can get caught flat-footed as well. He has great footwork, but when it comes to defense, sometimes it's not top-notch. But if there's anything we can hang our hat on with a James Harden, it is his post-defense. And yeah. he will never let you down. And I'm telling you, like when the way when he is focused and when he plays that top-notch defense, it's almost impossible to beat us. Absolutely. And the way he played Giannis, that was just as good as it can get. Exactly. And that's, you know, for someone that spoke a lot of crap about James saying that he get like, oh, Harden shouldn't think he was MVP. He and then he insulted him. The all star, yeah, uh, all star draft. Said, I want to draft. I want to draft someone. Who can yes. Pass, I want someone who, who can passes. passes. And then what happened? The fucking all star game. Excuse my language. I'm really getting upset now. <laughs> yes. But get upset. Then he decided, we're going to attack James Harden in the All-Star game because he's the weakest defender. You don't beat any of those guys one-on-one. No. You, no. You didn't, it's not, did. It is not conducive to success. Not in like a stupid All-Star game. Like, yes. I just don't get it. How you're, yeah. what, what are you trying to accomplish by speaking this nonsense about James, like it makes no sense to me. It shows a sense of insecurity that he doesn't truly believe that he is as good as he is, and that's the bad part. Because you yeah. know, when in, when they got when they interviewed James Harden last night, they asked him, "How did you feel about your defense on Giannis?" You know what he said? "I have nothing to prove to anybody." That's right. I next, know what I do. He said. He, you know, and people say Westbrook doesn't rub off on his teammates, but my man said next question. Exactly. Just the way. Like, just the way the commissioner likes it. <laughs> like James just he wasn't he wasn't dealing with that. Let me let me tell you let me tell you something. Let, let's let's go disparage the Bucks just a little bit more. Ooh, here we go, GM. Okay, spitting facts. So the Bucks, right? They were a league best fifty and zero when you lead by eight. When they were leading by eight points in the th- uh, uh, with three minutes left. Jeez. So we were the first wow. game that they lost with having that lead. And let me tell you something, right? The Bucks teams that scored over one hundred ten points held their opponents under forty percent shooting and had a plus twenty five rebound differential. Correct. Those yep. teams are one hundred seventy-seven to nothing. That record was demolished. It is now one hundred seventy-seven and one because the Houston Rockets defeated the Milwaukee Bucks last night, despite all those numbers. What does that say about our team? This team is scrappy, dude. We are. We're. You know, what we are. Justin, we're. We uh. We're bucking trends. You we're damn buck right. Buck trenders. That's right. Milwaukee buck trenders. <laughs> 
That's the Bucks. <laughs> it's what we do. Jokes in there. Jokes, spitting jokes. It's, it, 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 it's just, it's just. If you're as a Rockets fan and you're watching the game last night, let me tell you something. The emotion that you felt, the pride that you feel when this team is putting up that fight. This is reminiscent to like when James Harden hit that game winner against Golden State last year. Oh yeah. And this was without a CP3. Yeah. Absolutely. This is a team that that the Rockets in general have struggled against for years, even with CP3. Once Giannis, especially once Giannis started coming into his own and Chris Middleton started coming into his own um in the late uh 2010s yeah. was when the, they were just universally struggling. Yeah. And 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 you're right. Like the struggles were were very high. Mhm. And if you look at the numbers, Harden did did struggle. Yes. Because of the defense that was the the defense that is conducive to stop him, which is predicated on packing the paint. Yes. And leaving, they will give you the corner threes. They'll give you the wing threes. They will sacrifice that to stop Westbrook and Harden from getting into the paint and getting what they well, want. You know what the be- the biggest difference in this game between other games is that there is no Clint Capella. Insert Robert Covington. And the reason why there's success is because of the fact that when West, when Harden cannot get into the paint, we have Westbrook, who is literally the polar opposite style of play from a James. Completely. And and that's the best part about it is that the Bucks completely adjusted their defense to stop James, but they're not going to account for Westbrook. And what happens? Westbrook scores 33 points. And he also kicks it, and he and he also finds. He also, it's not even just the fact that he dropped 31 points, but it's the fact that he found so many, he, he, sh- the man, honestly, the man should have had 15 assists. Mm-hmm. If PJ hits those corner threes. Yes. You know, if, if PJ, if, Jeff Green hit. More. Yeah. Jeff Green had countless corner threes. They left. They chose Brooke Lopez, chose to pack the paint and leave the shooters open in the corners, which ultimately led to so many three point shots that were ultimately missed. Yes. But if I remember correctly, they were. I think we made 20, 22 threes. We were like 21, 21, 22 threes, and we, we, and we, we jacked up 60 plus. Yes. That's one of every three. Yep. So essentially, you, yeah, yeah. Okay. So people are going to say, yeah, we jack up 60 threes. But if you, if you can make 20 plus threes and you can create turnovers, you can live with being out rebounded. You can live with, you can live with a little bit of paint shots now, because that's what I was saying. Brooke, that's well, the one thing that annoyed me was Brooke Lopez, because I didn't want that. Just like in game one, just like the very first game yes. of the season, I was telling you, I was like, I didn't want. I was like, Brooke Lopez is going to beat us again. But God damn it, I this will, man is so old. I will say this though: the best part about Brooke, you let Brooke Lopez beat you, is that it takes Giannis and Chris Middleton out of their rhythm. The less ball that they get, the, the when they touch the ball again, it'll be interesting. It'll change up the 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 what's it called, like the rhythm of the game for them. Yeah, and. When you do that, it's just like, okay, like when we had Dwight and when we'd set up Dwight in the post, what would it do for James? It just, James would just get kind of lost and get kind of just like lose interest in the game, which is really crappy to say in that sense. But he didn't buy into that he didn't. system. You need but, him I mean, to buy in. I'm just saying in the sense of like, if these guys aren't touching the ball, these are the guys who carried you, you know, during the first half. There was a reason why they were leading. Not because of Brooke Lopez, but because of Giannis and Chris Middleton. So the fact that Brooke Lopez was the one that was carrying them in the fourth was very good for us. Especially with the fact that it wasn't Clint Capella. Yes. From like, just like the first game. And you're right. And I, and I, and I do, you know, Justin's getting angry. So I think, I think it's my turn to get angry, Skip. I think it's my turn, my time to get angry because down the stretch, 
the last turnover by the Milwaukee Bucks was caused by was caused by James Harden playing defense on Giannis Antetokounmpo. On if I remember correctly, it was um from the free throw made. Westbrook made two free throws. They didn't chose not to call a timeout. They had one timeout yeah, remaining. They, they didn't call it. it. They went for it. Gian, Giannis took the ball all the way down the floor. Who's right next to him, hip for hip? James Harden. James Harden stays in front of him the whole time. And this is what I told you when when we were watching the game. I said Giannis, and this is what I said last episode. Giannis will not win a title unless he develops a consistent jump shot. All he needed to do was either do a step back or rise above Harden for an easy mid-range jumper. They would have tied the game. Exactly. That's all he needed. Yep. But because of the fact that he doesn't have that, he takes two steps into the lane. Harden's in front of him the whole time. Threw him off balance. Had to pass it because the man knows he does not have a jump shot. And that is proof alone that he cannot count on that when the time comes, which is why I firmly believe that they are not capable of winning a title when it counts. Because when you need Giannis to step up and make that shot, that layup will not be there. Mm-hmm. His little bully ball down into the paint will never be there in championship moments. Yep. Big championship moments are what? Are they in the paint? Do do you can you recall layups being hit? A big very, a big very, time layup? Very, very rarely. Very rarely, right? Yeah. You think of twenty sixteen, you think of the Kyrie three. Yep. That's what you think of, right? You think of uh, or how about I'll give you another one. When Golden State beat uh LeBron, LeBron James Cavaliers, when Durant won his first title, what do you remember? The game three three pointer that that basically brought him up three oh. Mm-hmm. You just think about those games and, and the fact that you need a jump shot. Hell, Tim Duncan had a jump shot. Exactly. This this the game has evolved in that sense. But even then, like the people that don't evolve their games are the ones that get left behind. Absolutely. And, and he needs it. Yeah, I mean he's a great player. I still think he is the MVP. But at the end of the day, you know, if if, if we're if he if James Harden's gonna get this type of scathing, then I think Giannis is just as um because even like you, you they can say whatever they want, but Giannis has never been to the finals. James Harden has. So, I mean, what else do you have to say? Like, seriously. And he's been to the con, and he's taken us to the conference finals twice now. Yeah. And who did he run into both times? The Dynasty Warriors. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you insert any team, you can insert that Spurs team with Duncan, Ginobili, and, 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 uh, Parker. I still think we'd beat them. Like, and, and, and I'm, I'm just, and maybe I'd be making people upset by saying that, but I think Harden back in 2015 or, you know, even, or, you know, in 2018, uh, if it wasn't the Warriors, you, you were, you could be champions, basically. Uh, so, you know, definitely you, should be champions. Yeah, I would absolutely. Say. So with that said, yeah, um, Rockets do beat the Bucks and, uh, you know, and, and let's give credit where credit is due. Um, man, Ben McLemore was shooting the lights out in the first half. He did his thing, got us the big lead. He did, he did, he, he had know, such a huge hand he had in a great, our success in both yeah, games. Like, let's not even, like, let's not front. Like, Ben McLemore has, has been huge. Granted, his defense has been very questionable, which is just why he like Joe play. Green. I expect nothing less. Exactly. From my, my shooter off the bench. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, it's totally okay. Like, that's, he's not there to be a defensive stopper. He's there to put up the shots. He's there to, you know, shoot the three with reckless abandon. Absolutely. And that's totally fine. And we'll give credit to, you know, obviously our, our big, our big defensive guns with uh, Covington and Tucker just getting their hands everywhere. Oh, man. They did. An absolutely fabulous job. And let's also give credit where credit is due. Daniel House is seizing the moment. He is seizing the day, Justin. He's not throwing away a shot. I just threw 
you two of my favorite musicals of all time. Yes, you did. And one Seize of them, the day. I love it. And actually, that could be Carpe Diem. And, and, and that's another... That is... What is that? No, that's... Dead Poet Society. Dead Poet Society. Shout out to you, Julio. He <laughs> loves Dead Poet Society, and I finally watched it. So, <laughs> an absolutely insane win. We can only hope that y'all watched it live. And if you didn't watch it live, you get on the out. highlight train and watch the highlights. Yeah, that was a that was a game. That was a game of witness. And you can't even say like, and you can't even say like, oh, it's just the season. No, man, these are critical seeding games that will put you in the forefront to be either be successful or a date with the Lakers or the Clippers in the first round. Yep. You lose the Rockets lose the first two. We could drop it as low as the seventh seed. We could have a date with the Clippers in the first round. So you need to continue winning these games. Yep. You need to continue playing at this pace and continue to do well. And with that said, friends, I thought that this would be so much fun. We have our first ever because the seeding games are live. Our first ever super kick moment of the game. Super kick! Super kick moments of the game. I'm going to explain that to you. Super kick moment of the game is basically a, a part of the game where the tide turns. A big moment where if you watch wrestling, you know, and the guy looks like he's down. He looks like he's going to be falling to the floor. It looks like he's down and out. And all of a sudden, super kick! Super kick! Super kick, super kick moment of the game. The super kick moment of the game, I'm going to give it to you right here. Bucks had an eight-point lead. Bucks had an eight-point lead, and Westbrook hits a layup, and then Middleton, my favorite player, Middleton turns the ball over, which leads to a super kick. Super kick! A Tucker three, <laughs> which sh- which brings the lead down to three, and then another turnover, another crazy turnover, and then what happens? They hit another layup. Covington hits a layup. And then another turnover. And then Westbrook hits a layup. And they take the lead. And that is what I like to call a... Super Moment of the game. Big time right there. I thought that was pretty cool. All right. Super kick moment of the game. I don't know if I'm going to keep that, but... I'm in. All right, cool. All right, that's all I need. Okay, I guess we're keeping it. (laughs) Sounds good. All right, sounds great. Um, with that said, let's move forward now, Justin. Let's, let's move forward to games three and four. Let's go ahead and give a quick preview to that. Uh, Rockets versus Blazers is game three, and that is coming on Tuesday. That's actually very soon, 24 hours from when we recorded this. Yeah. 24 hours from now. It is going to be on 8 p.m. Central, which is our time here in Houston. And it's going to be available on TNT. Justin, I want to know. I have a question. I want to know what are your three keys to a Rockets victory to defeating this this annoying Blazers team? Okay. Well, in order for us to beat this team, my first take would be that we'd have to contain Damian Lillard. Like Damian Lillard. Like, he is the one that just seems to just always go off against us for some weird reason. I don't know. If you were up to me, make Carmelo Anthony beat us. That's the that's the thing. Do not let Damian Lillard be the guy to beat you. I'll take Nurkic, too. I'm sure they're going to—I'm I'm, I'm I'm hoping sure they that they won't. dump that ball into Nurkic every possession. That's fine. I mean, I that's—I hope, hope that they can that. run that Brooke Lopez offense. I mean— 
but in that sense, like number two, just take advantage of their defense. Just defensively, they're not very solid. So we should be able to score. You know, like they're not up to the level of the other the two teams that we've faced. No. So I just see that we have to, you know, we have to perform, do well in what we do well at. But number three, also do not play down to the competition. <laughs> the inevitable. <laughs> exactly. Transitional defense. That sense. Like go. those things are just like huge, just things that the Rockets have to focus on in this game. Because this is obviously a trap game. In oh, my absolutely. eyes, 100%. Absolutely. And I mean, if you guys remember the last episode, I picked them to lose this game. So this is why I'm saying this is the downer because we just had two huge comebacks. If we put ourselves down again in this game, I don't see us having a third straight comeback. No, the, I don't see it. Yeah, and you shouldn't need it. Yeah. That's the why difference between the last two teams that we face is that this team has a guard that is clutch. And he will knock down big shots time after time again. Yeah. Luca, not that guy. Giannis, not that guy. Damian Lillard, yes. Focus on him. He's what? ended two playoff series with the just three. Just ask Russell Westbrook. Exactly. I mean, he wasn't guarding him, but just ask Russell Westbrook. He ended his OKC career, essentially. Basically. So in that sense, just like, we need to find a way to contain. So That's right. That Those are my three, four-ish takes well you always decide to take it a step further mr uh gm yeah i got a little angry. You're, you're very selfish you're very very selfish of you yeah, don't worry <laughs> this is what i do i just think of my own best interests what does that say for me sorry i don't know how long it's going to take before justin turns heel and decides to you know super kick me and 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 take the podcast over on his own yeah it's... i don't have that capability <laughs> i'd rather have you around oh thank you it makes the job easier for you right exactly <laughs> All right, uh, really good key points. Um, my three keys to the game, which is funny, I, I'll call it the three C's because I I didn't even mean for it to s- all my things to start with the letter C. It just happened to be that way. I was like, all right, cool. I'll take the three C's. Three C's to win the game. Clamp down defense for four quarters. Yeah, we'll I don't see want if that happens. I don't want two. I don't even want three. I want all four quarters. Will it happen? Probably not. But I want clamp down defense my second c contain the dame dalla backcourt contain damian lillard and cj mccollum lillard and mccollum already sounds like a terrible law firm you should not trust (laughs) so they need to stop not stop those two but just contain them enough um you should be able to get the win if one if one of them isn't in a rhythm and the defense is there and then my third C, continue, cu- continue the motion offense. It's an offense that I have been liking and I've been seeing. I've been seeing ball movement. I've been seeing House touch the ball. I've been seeing PJ t- touching the ball quite a bit. And I've been seeing Robert Covington getting look, getting wonderful looks. It's a great offense that they've been running. It's not, it is still, it's still kind of ISO heavy, but it's a fast motion ISO, he- it's a fast motion ISO offense, which I like. So I want them to continue that, and I think if they do do that, and they do your points, it should be a clean victory. Should not have to be a comeback victory. Should not be stressed. Should not be worried. Are they a good team? Absolutely. They're in the bubble for a reason. They're a decent team. No team is bottom of the barrel. But you're right. If they play down to this competition after the likes of what they've seen, the the best offense in 2020 in the Dallas Mavericks, and then the second game, the best team in the NBA in Milwaukee Bucks, you're playing against the ninth seed here. 
ninth, ninth or tenth seed. There, you you cannot play down in this competition. So they need that to win. We can only hope that they do. They continue it. I'm hoping for an eight and no bubble stint. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we're all hopeful. We're all hopeful. Hey, we, we both we both count out the Bucks lost. They already see. I told you, man. The Rockets continue to buck trends. They trend. They they bucked our trend. They bucked our prediction. They show sure did. They did. And uh, with that said, Justin. Um. So hopefully, not too much stress come Tuesday because Thursday will be stressful uh, out absolutely um that's i'm beyond excited for it it's gonna be great it's gonna be an amazing game because ladies and gentlemen beards and brodies we have rockets versus lakers on thursday on 8 p.m on tnt this is it this is a probably outside of the bucks game this is the biggest game in terms of seedings and standings because it is a preview for a potential playoff matchup that you will most likely see and um because right now even us being slatted in as the fourth seed we have a date with the lakers the playoffs were to start today Mm -hmm. get past first round we'd have a date with the lakers in the second round so this is a big time game here justin what do you think the rockets need to do to to slay the king and to uh, shave off the brow. Okay, so for me, focus. Number one, focus on the brow. AD. AD's been killing it for this team. Killing it. And everything that he's done is just... Like, the way he plays his height, it's going to be hard for us to defend. I mean, he's seven feet tall, and he hits threes. He rebounds. He does everything. He can also handle the ball. So he's someone that's gonna definitely challenge Rocco and PJ in that sense. He's a lot quicker and he has a jumper. So he can just rise up over you and without any issue. So that's gonna be something that's gonna be very, very difficult, but something for that this team can definitely um measure up to. Number two, do I have to say it again? Defense. Defense, 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 transitional defense. Mm-hmm. Like this Lakers team may not be the quickest, but they have LeBron James. Mm-hmm. They got our boy, the bald-headed Alex Caruso. You know, just kidding. Oh, Yo, you mean you mean Laker God? Alex I love Caruso. Caruso. It goes apparently in Lakerland. It goes Kobe Bryant number one and Alex Caruso number two. This is ridiculous. It's 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 amazing to me. But <laughs> um, you know, like just contain transitional defense. This team can run if they want to. LeBron will get his, but contain everyone else. Play defense, guys. Throw your, put your hands up. Just do what you can. I mean, like it, it, it's like you just effort. That's that's leading into number three, effort, mm. effort, effort, effort. Against the Laker team, they're gonna bear you down. They're gonna get you to. They're gonna lull you sleep like a LeBron can. That's what he does. He's another ISO player, mm-hmm. like like a James, like a James Harden, right? So don't allow him to lull you to sleep. Focused. Stay focused. But don't completely ball watch. You just got to be you, – we got to be aware. Fight for everything. Rebounding. Positioning. But yeah. it's like, granted, we're probably not going to get as many rebounds. And I can no, tell you – I can not. tell you this game either. We will not be getting as many turnovers as well when LeBron is handling the ball. So what I'm going to say is that we just have to play – we can't just – I'm not going to say play nearly perfect because we beat them before – but we just got to play our game to the best of our abilities as possible. And that's all we can hope for, right? Exactly. Very good points, Justin. Um, my three keys to win, similar to yours, uh, get out in transition and stop the transition, yep. basically. Get out in transition, play fast, start fast, clamp down on defense. Uh, two is to contain the king. Um, <laughs> do what you need to do 
to because LeBron's gonna get his. We already know that LeBron is one of the greatest oh, ever. Yeah. We know that. Do what you can to contain him. And last, last but not least, role players need to keep on rolling. Role players need to keep on going. They need to continue to do what they're doing. Um, they're not making all the shots that they need to make, but at the end of the day, they're still they're they're getting to their spots. They they're doing what they need to do. I need them to continue to do that. Players outside of Westbrook and Harden, I need them yeah. to continue to do what they're doing. Uh huh. Because uh. This this game will be absolutely big time, but we 100%. are not we are not gonna lose, Justin. We're not gonna lose to the Fakers. Oh, I'm sorry, the Lakers. The who? The Lakers. Call WWE because they're gonna straight up go Undertaker. They're gonna go. Oof. They're gonna go 21 and 0 like the streak. And when the defense continues to leak, you better understand that this team's gonna go on a winning streak. Ooh, Ooh. Here we go. Before we go three and O to four and O, people need to understand what the X's and the O's. Continue to win. Continue to win. Continue to attack the lip as the Rockets continue on to win the championship. Ooh. <laughs> Fire! Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I was, I was like, man, I, I should keep freestyling, but holy shit, that was perfect. I told Justin, I'm, uh, I'm gonna pull back the curtain. I told Justin, I was like, Justin, if I freestyle, I need you to back me up, okay? Yeah, I tried my best to be the you ultimate did. hype man. You were absolutely a hype guy. I was like, I was like P Diddy dancing behind you were, uh, Mace. Dude. Back in the day. Yeah, dude, with all the dream. I used to wear word up magazines. Yeah, that's my boy. You that's know? right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that said, that's enough nonsensicalness. Yeah, we always tell everybody, you know, we're, we're, we're different. We're a fun podcast. We are a fun podcast. Just like how Kawhi's a fun guy. We're a fun pod. We're a fun pod. Shout out to Fun Guy Ray. <laughs> Anyways, uh, once again, everybody, thank you so much for listening uh, to our podcast. Give us a follow at uh, Summit State of Mind underscore pod uh, on Instagram. Uh, followers keep on growing. Uh, the the views keep on growing. And we're just continuing. We're going to chug along here. We're going to follow this season. We're going to be following the seeding games, going into the playoffs. We are going to be right there with y'all. Every step of the way, especially if you follow us on Instagram, we're going to be, cons- we are consistently uploading stories. We are going to be consistently uploading episodes, previews, reviews. Just because these were wins doesn't mean, just because they're wins. I mean, even if, if there were two L's, you better believe we're going to get on this pod. Maybe not be as happy. <laughs> yeah, I still would have been angry. I was angry from the beginning. Yeah. Justin's always angry. Yep. The GM, well, as a GM, they should never be happy. Dude, you know what? You know what? You know what we should. You know, I was thinking to myself. You know what we should do? We should totally have Mike Dunleavy this podcast. And I should. I was thinking about jumping in and actually being like, I don't know why we're. I don't know why you're smiling, Justin. We haven't won a title yet. You're damn right. It's like when Kobe said, "Said, are you not happy? You're up 2-0. Is, is it done yet? Is the job done yet? No. Well, okay then. I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end that part with a. Can we just have a moment of silence from for uh, the Black Mamba real quick? Rest in peace, Kobe. Thank you so much once again for listening for listening to our uh, to listen to our little podcast that could. Uh, like I said, continue to follow us, continue to view us, uh, to us, download our podcast. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
so please be sure to uh, subscribe to us rate us five stars do whatever you do continue supporting continue listening continue to do what you're doing uh shout outs to our wonderful brands that have been supporting us from day one shout outs to day off shout outs to being here coffee uh and shout outs to the argyle league um we are a continuing growing podcast h-town is h-town led h-town funded h-town sponsored that is who we are this is city this is our team rockets to the astros that's about it i don't i don't think there's any other team in houston that i care for oh i'm sorry the dynamo the dynamo can't handle the the dynamo houston dash exactly the houston the houston oilers sugarland skeeters the houston the houston arrows rest in peace oh so many good teams out there uh even even the San Diego Rockets, who were in San Diego, then moved to Houston. Exactly. Big, big, uh, big shout outs to all of you, and uh, thank you once again for listening to us. And uh, with this pandemic, please, please make sure you are wearing a mask. Also, very important, make sure you are washing your, washing your hands for 20 seconds. Sing a song, listen to our pod for 20 seconds while you wash your hands. And uh, of course, with that said, um, take care of yourselves, and most importantly, in the year that is 2020, take care of each other, beards and brodies. Be easy. Wear your mask. That's right. Keep breathing. Oh, that's right. Shoot threes. (laughs) (laughs) Keep shooting your shot, boys and girls. All right. Take care. The Summit 4.